Hi, I'm Emmy. And I'm Mago. And this is the Five Things Podcast. Hi, Mago. Hi, Emmo. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, you guys, we just recorded like four minutes and then Mago realized that she wasn't recording. So, starting over again. We're telling you we're total professionals. Yeah, we're going to make um, us feel real fresh and new. Here we go. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be totally not rehearsed. Um, okay, hi. So we're so excited because here we are. It's late, you guys. It's really late for Mago. This is <laughs> it's, it's now 9.18. It was okay. 9.15 when we started okay. this process. Just, just for the record, I don't go to bed <laughs> at 9.18, but, but I'm usually in my know. pajamas with my face washed, okay? But I usually I usually rally until about 10, 10, 15. Okay. This is the one downfall of you living an hour ahead of me is that that's only like 9, 15 my time. And that's when I'm just starting to eat. <laughs> like that's my peak eating hours. <laughs> eating time for Emmy. Um, okay. Well, anyways, we made it to the microphone tonight. Mego and I completely forgot about the fact that it was Thursday and we were supposed to record tonight. <laughs> Thankfully, our special guest for this episode remembered, um, and we we got our acts together. So here we are. But we're super excited because we have a very special guest tonight. It's our first, our very first special guest. Have we had any? We haven't had any extra voices yet, have we? No. No. Okay. None. So excited. So we thought it was only appropriate that for our first guest, we would have a person that we've talked about before, not only on this podcast, but that I talk about on a semi-daily basis on Instagram. And it is my friend and Mago's friend, Mickey Provost of 30 Days Blog. Welcome, Mickey. Hello. (laughs) Hi, girl. Hi, Mickey. (laughs) So, okay. Mago and I met Mickey several years ago. Turns out in Minneapolis, did I get that right? Yeah, Minneapolis. Okay. That is right. None of us live in Minneapolis or ever have, but we met there because we were there for a conference. And it was a total disaster of a conference, but a total success of a weekend because we all got to be friends. And uh, it was, I don't know, I have great memories of that weekend. Other, It was besides- such a disaster of a conference that the oh, pioneer God. freaking woman was there. <laughs> and there were like no attendees at this conference. And the pioneer woman was there and like to sign her cookbooks and no one was standing in line. There was like two people. I still have mine. Did you guys get one? I still have my signed. Remember how embarrassing it was? I was so embarrassed for the conference producers because they had sent out all these emails about like how it was going to go with the pioneer woman's book signings and how like they were going to limit it and people were going to have to take a number. And it was like this whole thing they had planned. And then- like, no one showed up. And there were, like, 10 people. And well, I remember, was it was great of, because she was so bored that she was just walking around, <laughs> coming to our booths and talking to us. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. got some good FaceTime. And this was, like, 10 years ago when she was mainly blogging. She didn't have her show or anything. Right. It was before her show. Yeah. It was yeah. It was a crazy conference. But I did get you it guys was. out of it. So. Yes. We, and we, yes. Worth it the was price. a success because we made some friends, including Mickey. So, Mickey, welcome to Five Things. Thanks. I'm so excited <laughs> and a little nervous and flattered all at once. No, we're completely unprofessional, so don't be nervous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, Mickey, why don't you give us like a little who you are? Tell us a little about yourself and what you do. 
Okay, so I am Mickey Provost. I'm in the LA area, and I have a website called 30 Handmade Days that I started a million trillion dinosaur <laughs> years ago. Yeah, um, you were and, like OG. Yeah, yeah, you're an OG blogger. I've been doing it for a while. So I started it a long time ago. It started as just like an outlet for myself, and then it grew into something different. Like it became a business for me. And now I've been doing it full time for a while, but I have three big kids <laughs> and I'm an autism mom and I'm a mess. So I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait to talk about this stuff with you guys. Oh, I love it. Okay. So one of the things that Mickey shares a lot is organizational tips, which I love. And oh my gosh, and all her printables. Oh, the so printables. Good. She makes you make me want to label my whole house. Oh, I I've like tried to label my whole house. Obviously. Oh, well, <laughs> and I love it. And I you've inspired. In fact, I copy everything you do, so I have lots of the same fonts. Is your husband ever house. like stop labeling things? Um, only when he's like, "Hey, there's like we have laundry and stuff that could be done." <laughs> and- <laughs> We're kind no, of out of not- food. He knows better. He knows better to than, than to say stuff like that at this point, 22 <laughs> years later. But um, yeah, I mean, my family's like, oh, yay, another label. Woohoo. They're not very <laughs> excited about it. But they're so cute. But the thing I love the most about Mickey is that she's super genuine. And she's the first to admit that she's just as much of a disaster as the rest of us, despite the fact that she teaches people how to organize. So don't think you're coming on here to be preached at by the organizational queen. She is going to give us some good, real-life organizational hacks that she may or may not use herself. Right. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. When Emmy asked me, hey, would you be willing to, you know, be on our podcast, and would you talk about organizing? I'm like, are you sure? I don't really (laughs) think. I can tell people what not to do. I can, yeah. I've Sometimes that's the best advice is what not to do. Yep. Well, I think the whole thing is that like, so I'm a creative person. I didn't really get into what my site is about. I I do do a lot of printables. I do some organization. I have some like quick family recipes and stuff like that, but I'm a creative person in general. And so organizing and creativity don't really go hand in hand. It's like Mm -hmm. night and day for the most part. I mean, it's like a unicorn if you're, you're good at both. You're like a unicorn. And so, um, it's something I've always struggled with. Organizing is something that I've always had a hard time with. I'm a really sentimental person too. And so I've had a hard time getting rid of things because they have meaning to me and I don't want to let go. And that's something that I've had to work through. And so anyways, um, the reason why I started sharing stuff on Instagram mainly and then on my website as well is because I was I'm really trying to be better at organizing. And I started noticing like so many people, so many organizers or people that have organizing accounts, I should say, have these perfect, amazing homes and everything is immaculate. And I'm like, that is not me at all. Like, yeah, I want to be like that, but that's not how I am normally. You know, that's just not natural for me. And so the more I share stuff, the more people are like, it's so refreshing to see somebody that's like me that struggles and like knowing that they can do things, you know, and not have this perfect, you know, Instagram worthy space or whatever. So anyways, that's why I started sharing and 
I have no shame, obviously, because some of the stuff I share is a little embarrassing. Which is why you and I get along so so well, because I'm the same way. Authenticity is so important to me, and I feel like you're so authentic, and you... But that's the thing. It makes it, like, feel attainable, because it's, like, nothing's perfect, and I love that. Thank you. Yeah, love it. So, anyways, I asked Mickey to share with us just, like, five of her favorite organizational hacks. So... We're just going to break them down. You ready? Yep, let's do it. Number one is have an accountability partner. Ooh. So it can be your best friend. So it could, you guys could be each other's accountability partner. We're going to matching it, shirts. It could be, yeah. They <laughs> forgot to tell you guys they're wearing matching <laughs> shirts. I started this podcast and I'm like, where's my shirt? They have these cute <laughs> matching green shirts. But anyway, um, <laughs> It can be your spouse. And for me, lately, it's been Instagram. Like, I have shared stuff knowing that I need to finish the project and share kind of the end result. But it can be, it can be anyone in your life. And one of the hardest things that I've, that I mentioned is like letting go of things. And so if I have somebody that's an account of like, that's my partner, I can be like, they, they have more of a like objective view. And so they can be like, you don't need that. You don't, you know, that's not or we've gotten what we need out of that or whatever. And so anyways, my first tip is kind of basic, have an accountability partner, somebody that you can. That's a very good tip. And I even love the idea of just using Instagram as the accountability partner too. Well, it's like you said, Mickey, it's like, it's the fact that they're, that they're keeping you accountable, but they're also a little removed from the process so they can be more objective. That's great. I like that. Well, and one of the things that I've had a hard time too is that like I have, so I had this whole craft room with all these 5 billion trillion. I don't exaggerate at all. <laughs> <laughs> that, is not hy- that is not hyperbole, people. <laughs> I've just had, I've accumulated a lot of things. And so I look at it and I'm like, that's money. I don't want to get rid of that mm. because it's something that I paid for. And I have a friend on in, in, in real life, but on Instagram, she's Landy Lou. That's her... Um, it might just be Landy actually at this point, but she's like turned her whole house into this really streamlined space. And she has a couple of really good quotes. And one of the things she said is, um, you waste your money when you buy an item, not when you get rid of it. Ooh. And- <laughs> Landy Lou with the conviction. Yeah. And then another one is inexpensive is not a good reason to buy something. And expensive is not a good reason to keep something. Oh, that's so good. Oh. I love that. I want to put that on We're going to have to post both of those. Yeah, yeah. those are really good. I had a friend one time say to me, think about it in terms of the square footage it's taking up in your house and like how much that would cost you in rent for that item. And is mm-hmm. it worth keeping and then also like think about will you remember that you have it like because I do that all the time I buy the same thing multiple times because I forget that I already have it so then what's the point of hanging on to it absolutely Mm. that is like the biggest thing that drives me crazy about being unorganized is I've bought things over and over and over again because I couldn't find them I didn't know where they were so yeah I've spent a lot of money like holding it the the space like you were just saying and then Buying more, which makes zero sense. Neither one yeah. makes any sense. Yeah. So. I'm not sentimental at all, but I do have a hard time getting rid of stuff that I'm like, but I paid for that and maybe I could use it at some point. But then right. I'm like, the truth of the matter is I'm not going to remember I have it. It's not going to be the right amount that I need or whatever. Right. And so there's, it's just taking up space that could make me happier if that space was empty. 
Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And it's taking up mental space too. Like yeah, that's totally. another whole another thing that we could talk about for days, I'm sure. Um, okay, so that's number one. Okay. Find somebody that you can be accountable to. Number two is look at things in kind of a different light. So just because the things that have been most successful for me that I've like been able to hold on to a system to are things that weren't necessarily like what they were intended for. So I have a silverware Mm. tray in my Mm. drawer that I use to organize toothbrushes. In my kitchen, I have a spring rod. This was a landy thing too. A spring rod that I put my paper towels in, in a drawer, which you would never think of. But it, well, I'm going to need of, to see a picture of that. <laughs> so I've you seen just, that, actually. Yeah, instead of taking space like paper towels, you know, a roll yeah. of paper towels on your counter or whatever. I have, I'm lucky I have a lot of storage in my house. And so we, I have a drawer that was not being used well. And so I just put the rod inside the drawer and put the paper towel on <sighs> it. So so smart. That is so anyways. smart. I can't tell you how much headspace I use trying to figure out where to put the paper towels in my, in my kitchen. <laughs> My problem is that I don't have a lot of drawers in my kitchen. But no, your drawers are weird. Your drawers yeah, are creepy. It's my one complaint about. I love my kitchen, but that's yeah, I was going to say your, oh, kitchen your kitchen's is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I have a great kitchen, something. but it no one thought about where to put the paper towels yeah. when I'm building my kitchen. We'll have <laughs> to on, figure people. that out. I'll, I'll try and figure out something for you. I wonder if I could use a spring rod under the sink because my problem. I wanted to put it under the sink, but the problem is I can't. I don't have anywhere to screw. A paper towel holder into because like if I screw it into the cabinets, the screws won't go in far enough. You know, what I, mean? I mean, like they if they go, they'll go through the door. Yeah, you could mm-hmm. totally do a spring rod. So the one that I do spring in the drawer is shorter. They have all different sizes. Yeah, but you could get a bigger one. Yeah, it, it, it wouldn't like be pretty necessarily, but it would be functional. Yeah, you could do it. Oh yeah, vertically would vertically. Be great. That's what I mean. Like yeah, vertically. Yeah. Up oh, to yeah. my sink, from the sink to the floor. I wonder if that would work. Anyway, okay, yeah, good. See, anyways, see? <laughs> good. New I'm glad way to see it. <laughs> okay, good. So <laughs> that's the second one. Look for things in a different way that you might like. You, I've used so many things that I found at the store that weren't intended for what mm-hmm. I end up using them for, but they serve awesome purposes for organizing. Well, and I steal your tips, those kinds of tips from you all the time. I have a silverware tray in the girls' bathroom for their <laughs> toothbrushes because of you. Yeah. It, well, it's just mm-hmm. like simple stuff that you're like, oh yeah, that, and it keeps things, yeah, keeps things organized. Yeah. That's the whole point. Yeah. Awesome. So number three. Okay. Um, I label, label, label mm. everything. Yes. <laughs> okay, I want to know how you do your. I want to know your methods for your labeling. So, like, do you use I a silhouette. Have, what do you do? I have a Cricut. I've worked okay. with Cricut for a couple years now, um, and so I've gotten really used to the design space and their program and stuff like that. There's, I know silhouette is amazing, and otherwise, I'm just used to Cricut at this point, mm-hmm. and so that's what I use. But um, I actually design a lot of stuff in Illustrator and then import it too. So mm-hmm. I mean, there's different, there's yeah, there's different ways of doing things for sure. But in addition to Cricut, to my Cricut, I also have like a regular little label maker. So yeah. um, and I'm actually I was thinking about it. I'm, my daughter's getting ready to go to college. She's graduating here in a couple weeks and um I want to get her a label maker that she can oh, have good idea. in college so she that's can a like great label idea things. for a graduation gift. So that it'll yeah. feel like home. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you better believe I am taking my cricket with me when I take her to school so I can I label everything. <laughs> oh, her dormmates are going to be so jealous. <laughs> no, I can make they them are. labels too. Oh, I actually okay. love doing it. So anyways, when you label things, it just, for one, I like the way it looks. So it's Agreed. like a pretty thing for me. It's like, if I'm going to do all the work to organize and go through all the junk to get rid of and do all that stuff, I might as well make it look pretty and like make it look how I want it to look. And labeling helps with that for sure. It also, my kids are big. My husband is grown, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> but they Did still- you say he's grown? <laughs> yes. <laughs> sort of. It. Sort of. Sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> we should get into Enneagram with him. I want to hear your thoughts Ooh. on that after listening to you. Anyways. Anytime. Um, yeah. But- they like, they'll, I mean, I'm sure you guys can probably like do your kids and your family like, where's this? Where's that? You know, they're always, nobody can ever find anything. That is like one of my biggest pet peeves as a mom is they'll step on something and say, where is this? And I'm like, it's right. Re- you're stepping on it, mm-hmm. you know? So <laughs> if you have everything labeled, then they can easily see like, oh, I even have toilet paper labeled at this point, you know, like yep. that's where the toilet paper goes. So anyways, it just helps with being pretty and being organized. And- well, and I think it helps with cleanup too, because when you know where, like I just spent all last weekend organizing the girls room and I've gotten a bunch of people asking me like, but are they going to maintain that? And I'm like, well, I don't expect that they'll maintain it every day. Everything's going to be in its place. But at least it will make it so that when we do that, like, once a week, mm-hmm. let's get everything back where it belongs. It'll just be a lot quicker because we there's a place for everything. For sure. Yours yeah. turned out so good. I'm oh. so proud of you. Yeah, you were really like a, a labeling I, I was thinking of you the whole time. Oh, it's so cute. The <laughs> fonts, that like, yeah, everything is so cute. So I was very proud. Well, we'll see. Um, it's this, so far this week, they've been maintaining it pretty well. So we'll see. But that's that's the thing, too, like you're saying. It, not everything is perfect all the time. I mean, right. obviously. But but when you are, like, going through and you know where things go or they know where things go and you're helping them to find yes, things, you know, exactly. to figure things out, then they have they know where it goes. Well, we were having a problem with Penelope kept using Georgia's toothbrush. So. Oh. I think she probably was doing it intentionally a little bit, she but used, she used, she uses your toothbrush. Uh, she did use my toothbrush once, <laughs> right after she threw up, mind you. <laughs> oh, and no. then I didn't realize it. No, it wasn't that she used my toothbrush. It was that she brushed her teeth in my bathroom after throwing up and oh, left yep. her toothbrush on my bathroom counter. And then I didn't realize oh. it was hers, and I brushed my teeth with it. Yeah, no oh. amount of label, no amount yeah. of labeling. It was one of the most disgusting experiences of my life, and I basically (laughs) then put bleach in my mouth. It was nasty. Anyways, no, but she uses George's all the time, so I I got the silverware tray, like like I saw on Mickey's Instagram, and I now labeled them this weekend so that it says there's four spaces. So it has a Penelope's toothbrush, Penelope's toothpaste, George's toothbrush, George's toothpaste. So. Perfect. Georgia is so Hopefully relieved. That will help. Yeah. She, Seriously, she was, poor <laughs> thing. I know. So gross. <laughs> so gross. Kids, Penelope, man. We, yeah. The hygiene. I I thought boys would be worse with hygiene, but uh, my girls are far worse at hygiene yeah. than my son is. And it just gets worse as they yeah. get older. Well, in in some ways. <laughs> in other ways, it gets better. That's a whole nother topic for a whole nother I know, day. really. Yep. Seriously. 
Okay, number four is, this is like perfect segue, get your family involved in the process. There you go. Yes. Perfectly timed. So, I mean, me doing all this stuff only goes so far. But if they don't get involved in it, then it's like kind of worthless. One of um, the things that we've been working on, and we've actually had so much more time since this quarantine situation, is life skills. And as my kids are getting ready, Julia is getting ready to leave for college and, and that kind of stuff. Um, we have been like, I'm like, oh my gosh, we only have a couple months left and she needs to know exactly how to do this, that, and the other or whatever. But this whole, the like organizing is such a skill and they need to be a part of the process and learn how to do it and learn and maybe learn from mistakes too. I mean, I've had so many conversations with Julia specifically, like, I'm in my 40s figuring out how to organize. I don't want that to be right. you. It's like right. such a pain. So if they're a part of it and they have a say in it too, like it doesn't have to be all my labels, all you know, exactly a certain way. But if they have a say in it, then that helps them be accountable and helps. It just makes everything better for everyone. Do you have so. any tips for getting them on board when they're feeling resistant? <sighs> You just, you just force it, Mickey. No. Uh, screaming. Does screaming help? I, I mean, I just, because m- no. <laughs> the short answer is no. I mean, so, you know, Julia's 18. I, my oldest yeah, how old is do, Jonathan, How old is your youngest? My youngest is turning 14 in a couple of days. Okay. And my, so I have 20 a 20 year old who doesn't live with us right now. And then 18 and 14. And, um, they, they are like, they're my kids. They come by disorganization naturally. I guess. <laughs> you pass and, that right along. Yeah, seriously. That's one thing I definitely don't want to pass to them. But, um, just in this time that we've been home, they've really started to be like on board with everything. Hmm. So, and I think it's partially just because we've been like, this is what needs to happen, period. You don't really get a say. And so since we've been more adamant, in the past, it was more like we're just running all over the place. That's part of the issue, too, is that being or- when you're organized and everything has a place, it's awesome. Um, and some people come by it naturally. But then when you're running around and busy and all that stuff, it's like so hard if you're not naturally organized yeah, to keep totally. it up, you know? So that's anyways, that's, that's, it's my, definitely I mean, a, we've lived yeah. in our house for almost two years now. And that was my thing is that I had all these ideas of ways I wanted to organize things, but I never had the time to actually sit right. and do it. But the truth is, I think it's good to just like take, well, obviously one space at a time, but even if you just do like, like I want to get the closet bins labeled this weekend. And just mm-hmm. that one little space at a time and then doesn't feel so overwhelming. Because every time I find like last weekend when I was in the girls' room organizing, I was like so happy. It was so organized. And then I like walked into the loft and I was like, oh, there's so much to do out here. Like it can be overwhelming. But you got to take it one little space. Mm-hmm. Okay. That leads perfectly into number oh. five, actually. You're so good at this, Emmy. <laughs> wow. So the last one was going to be celebrate the journey, like look mm-hmm. back on your accomplishments because I'm the exact same way. I'm like, my whole house needs to be yeah. reorganized. Everything needs to be done. And I'm not, most of the time I'm not happy because I'm just thinking about the next thing. Yeah. And it's hard to stay motivated for a long period of time. If you just look at like, oh my gosh, I have 
seven pages of projects we need to do or or spaces to organize. But I've actually heard from, there's been a couple of people on Instagram because people are like, you're so organized or, you know, whatever you asking me to do this podcast. I'm like, no, I'm not. That's the problem. And one person on Instagram was like, but you have to celebrate what you do along the way because you're getting organized. Like it doesn't, it doesn't mean that you're going to be organized tomorrow, (laughs) but you're on your way to being organized and you need to like look back at how far you've come and um, and appreciate those like little yeah. things and not get too overwhelmed because getting overwhelmed is like the, then you just want to give up and be like, Oh, forget yeah. it. I think when you get one small space, it feels so good. And then, yeah, you get overwhelmed by the rest of it, but it's like, but okay, this one space is like beautiful. It works. This is working for us now. Like I said, like if you can just think of one space a weekend, get one space per weekend right. and it doesn't have to be a room. Don't do a room. Like, try and get, like, the bathroom cabinet done this weekend. That's so much more attainable. For Mm -hmm. sure. Doing small projects are much – it's much more, like, attainable and sustainable Mm -hmm. than doing – tackling everything. And Because also part of the process is, like – not everything's going to be perfect the first time through. And how you organize it might not work. You have to keep tweaking until it's, like, kind of got to live in the space. Yeah. And so it, if you try to do everything all at once and then you have to like go back and redo things, I don't know. It just, it makes well, more sense. Well, we've all done that. We've all, we've all like taken every drawer out and emptied every, you know, and then it's just absolute chaos <laughs> yeah. and it feels terrible. Right. And then you're just shoving it back in drawers because you want oh, to go to totally. bed at, at right. 918. Oh my gosh. Yes. I've when Mago so and times. I shared a dorm room. Oh gosh. <laughs> Mago, like, I don't know, monthly would be like, let's rearrange our room. And we would totally do it. We would, like, take everything out into the hallway. We're like, okay, we're going to rearrange mm-hmm. this whole thing. And then we'd get, it'd be, like, 10 o'clock. And she's like, let's just put it all back in. I'm tired. Let's go to bed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm sure our floor mates were just like, oh, no. Here they you go. You guys give me so much hope, though, as I'm, like, getting ready to send my daughter to college. I'm so excited for her because of people like you. Oh. Because you guys met in college. Yeah. Yeah, well, just pray, pray that she gets a good yeah. one. I I am praying hard. Does she? Does I mean, God I'm, definitely synced us up. Does she know who Miranda is yet? Lifelong friends. She actually just um, they yeah she knows. There's six of them in a dorm okay, like a room, suite. and it has yeah. Anyways, yeah, it's a suite. Yeah. Um, what's like your most popular blog post? Oh, that's a great question. Oh, that's a, that is a good question. Or, or give changes. us a couple of them. Yeah, um, I know, like def- seasonally. Yeah, it changes for sure. But there's, I mean, the most popular stuff is so random. I mean, (laughs) you guys would laugh. But like fluffy slime, I have a fluffy slime (laughs) recipe that now slime has like declined. Kind of think heavens a little bit. But um, not for my (laughs) site, though. I mean, I wish it was declined. Um, So that one has been popular. Fluffy Um, slime. What makes it fluffy? Um, it's shaving cream and glue and yeah, it's really, it's simple. So that's fun. Your Cora would like it probably, right? Probably. Yeah. Well, she might be a little old now. She's old, Uh, huh? Maybe. She'd probably be down. Um, so that one's popular. Then also this, uh, Porcupines, which is one that I know you talked about. <laughs> We've discussed that on the blog already. I mean, on the last time I made it, which was last week. <laughs> Maybe it was this week. I it might it. have been this week. I think it was this week. 
Um, I realize I have to double it because my family just scarfs it and it's really good the next day, but I never have it left over. Oh, that's nice. It's uh-huh. the thing I love. I mean, I'm not, I really like cooking and so I share the recipes, but the stuff I do is really simple. It's not gourmet by any means. And porcupines in particular, porcupines in a skillet is what it's called. People are like, porcupines? What the I heck? Know. I know. I know. I eat, eat porcupines. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyways, it's nice because you just throw it all in a pan and then you don't have to do anything and then everyone's ready to eat. I mean, it's so, so simple. So that, that one's popular. And then as far as like, there's a lot of stuff that with printables, I have tons of printables that people come to all the time. For a while, a huge one was like, I have a budget binder that is on my site and that has been popular for a while. And, um, then with everything going on, there's like an activities binder. I have a lot of binders, so people she does. Come they're that so kind beautiful. Of <laughs> but do I have them really organized myself <laughs> at my house? <laughs> no, but okay. seriously, if you have, if you're listening and you have little kids and you need like a chore or big kids for that matter, but if you need like a chore chart, I mean, mm-hmm. I just feel like you have so many fun kid motivator charts. Well, and the cool thing is she just started doing where you can edit them, right, Mickey? Yeah, I did. I have, I put stuff on Etsy actually to edit them. Um, It's, uh, I have like hundreds and hundreds of printables though, and it's such a slow process. So it's like taking time to do it. But people have said they love the stuff, but they want to change it to what they like, to what fits. For right. their family. So I have one of the ones, too, that's really popular in the summer is like a summer rules list that it says, mm-hmm. do this and this and this, and then you can use electronics. And so oh, I've d- I do that every mm-hmm. summer from you. And it's, yeah, it's like it's like you do all these things and then you can talk to me about getting on a screen. Yeah. Yeah. What's the name of your Etsy shop? Uh, 30 Days Blog. 30 <laughs> Days Blog. Just- three zero. <laughs> Yeah, three zero days B L O G. Yep. Okay. We will we will link to all these things in the show notes. Yeah, it's all I like we said at the beginning, I started my website a million years ago and it didn't even make sense then. So now it really doesn't <laughs> the name. The name doesn't it did make sense. It did make sense. I shouldn't say that, but it, I thought it was cute at the time. Twelve years I love later. Your, I love your name. I think thanks. it's cute. I did too. Thank you. And I'm going to go find you on Etsy. (laughs) Okay. Well, this was so fun. Mickey, thank you for being our first guest and for being patient with our ineptitude. Is that a word? (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for for keeping this ball rolling for us. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It's so fun to see you guys and talk to you. I know. We don't get to see you very often. I mean, like where we're talking. I see you all the time on Instagram stories. Yeah. Exactly. It's so fun. Okay. Well, if you want to follow along with Mickey and see all her beautiful stuff, make sure you follow her on 30 Days Blog, on Instagram, Facebook. Do you have a Facebook page? I do have a Facebook page, yeah. Yeah. Does anyone use Facebook anymore? I don't Uh, even know. And he only buys sheets on Facebook. (laughs) They're they're different audiences for sure. But And my my site is 30handmadedays.com. It's a, a long name so that's why everything on social but it's still three is it three zero or is it 30 it's written 30 out? written out yeah, yeah. okay 30 handmade days check her out you'll love it it's so cute 
Um, okay, well, we are so happy that you all joined us, and hopefully you guys got some great encouragement that if the three of us, actually Meg was pretty organized, but if Mickey and I <laughs> can get some stuff labeled and organized, <laughs> then even you <laughs> can get some organization in your homes. So check her out and leave some um, comments on Instagram. Yes. Maybe we'll do some little um, stories with some polls about some organizational tips this week, but... That's all. What do you got? Anything else to say, Mago? Uh, I love you. It's kind of late for you now. It's time for you to go to bed. It's night night time. Oh my night gosh, night it's time for Mago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm wide awake. All right. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes so you don't miss an episode. And while you're over there, please give us a five star review. Also, give us a follow over on Instagram. We are at 5ThingsPodcast. That's the number 5ThingsPodcast. If you have any topic suggestions, we would love to hear them. So send us a DM through Instagram and we'll try to get you on the show. That's right. It all would not be possible without the help of Jeff and Taylor over at Goodear Audio. You can find them on Instagram at good underscore ear underscore audio. And they can help you with all your podcast needs. We'll meet you back here next week.